With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. All right. I am here with our favorite master astrologer, Marvin Wilkerson. Hi, Marv. Hello, Miss Kelly. We were just talking about... A lot of things. There's a lot. I'm just going to kind of get into it because I feel like we have a lot to dissect today. And I told you that the word of the month, it came up for me actually when I was reading the full moon outline that you sent me because there were a couple things that mentioned the word confront. And I feel like that's a serious energy that we've been facing even the past couple of years. Like everything feels like it's being brought to the surface and the answer for us seems to be that we're being invited into how we're going to walk through those things, how we're going to face them. Are we going to deal with them? Like you've said before, all the corruption and all of the systems that are broken in our world are being magnified right now. Like we're seeing that. Um, And that energy isn't changing. So Chip and I, my co-host in this podcast, decided we would really just focus on that this month and the ways in which we can kind of use that energy and work with that energy in a maybe a more calming way for us or a more positive way. Um, So I think we wanted to start with, we just had the Sagittarius full moon. That was a huge full moon. I felt it big time and I saw my life seemed somewhat stable, which is shocking around a full moon, (laughs) but a lot, (laughs) a, a lot of things and relationships around me, there was, I was noticing just really intense things being brought up for people. Um, Can you kind of just talk through the full moon first? Because I know you said we're still feeling that energy for 14 days after it happens. Well, you know, at this, a Sagittarius is uh, higher consciousness, super consciousness. um, And it's, it operates very quickly. It's a fire sign. Yeah. So this full moon is really 
uh, a point of the uh, of a great turning point as we start moving towards the summer solstice um, around the 19th, 23rd of the month. So where this is all a very important time that um, we, we, we need to utilize that higher mind. You know, I'm always talking about uh, in the intuition and the, uh, the uh, uh, a higher understanding. So uh, that's what Sagittarius is. It's higher learning. Well, what's the highest of all learning? is listening to our soul, our spirit. Um, it's uh, and, and Sagittarius is all about focus. Mm. So it's bringing everything into focus. And one of the things about Sagittarius is this is a um, this is the turning point of the evolution of the soul uh, as we descend into matter, and then we awaken to spirit. So this is uh, uh, the, you know, we're dealing in a third dimension world, but we should be listening to our fifth dimension reality. Mm. Does that make sense? Which yeah. is the higher intuition, higher mindedness. Yeah, it does make sense. And so we, you're always looking for breakthroughs um, and understanding. And this is the guidance system that we need to follow. And of course, this is the full moon from the new moon in Taurus. Right. Which, which was mid-month of May, right? Which was the mid-month of May. Okay. And of course, Jupiter went into Taurus. And you know, we've talked a lot, Kelly, about values. I'm always talking about values. And I got sick of hearing just the word values. Because values is a hell of a lot deeper than just values. What I mean, you mean, when you say values, well, that just kind of rolls off the tongue. And I mean, you know, that you you just kind of, okay, that's what I value. Yeah. Well, values, when we look at Taurus, Taurus is about survival. Mm -hmm. You know, Aries was that action-oriented energy. We got started in April at the uh, uh, spring equinox. To where we just take action. We're coming out of winter. We're taking action. It's the pioneer. It's the courageous uh, adventurer. It's the leader. Well, when we get to where we're going, you better you better plant yourself. You better start uh, formulating a foundation, mm. a place to stay, a place to live. Um. So I always use the symbolism of uh, when we get into Taurus, this is actually learning how to survive in the third dimension. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you went to a whole new land or an island, you would have to search around and go around and find out your what food to eat, mm -hmm. uh, what shelter you had, what, um, what, what you had to collect to build your... Um, um, your place to stay comfortable and so forth. Yeah. And whether it's in the winter or cold or heat or whatever. So when you're looking at Taurus, Taurus is about, you know, your abilities. I mean, you know, when you have, if you're on an island, you better have some abilities and talents. 
Yeah. Well, we're all born with talents, abilities, and tools. We mm -hmm. all have abilities. So these are values, our abilities, uh, our need for survival. Mm -hmm. And then the final piece of that is, why the hell do we even want to be here mm -hmm. <laughs> in the third dimension? Well, because it's got a lot of nice pleasures. <laughs> yeah. So we it's our job to establish the enjoyments and the pleasures in life. Taurus is about... You know, everybody talks about sexuality and Scorpio. Well, sexuality is actually a Taurus issue. Really? Because that's a, yes, because it, that's the feeling. Uh, that's the, the taste and smelling, hearing sound of, of what you're, what you enjoy about the pleasures of the physical world. And so um, we're looking for those pleasures of why do we want to be here? This makes so much sense to me. You know, since you've brought up the word values the last couple months, I have been starting to pay attention and ask myself those questions. And it's so interesting because I don't think I realized maybe how much I didn't even think about what are my values. And I think we like go through life often and things that are what I would equate to our value, my values now, like the things that I value or like what you're saying, my skill sets, the ways that I survive, all of those things. I wasn't even conscious of them. I was just doing and thinking them. And so I just assumed that they were the same for everyone. But what's been mm -hmm. interesting is the more that I get in touch with what my value system is and what my purpose is and what my skill sets are, it helps me to not only align in my own life, but to align in like my relationships and my job. Like, what am I actually bringing to the table here? What am I actually able to show up for? What could I do better? Where can I like expand on that? Or in relationships, it's like, are these, are these people really in line with my values? Am I trying to force my values on them? What can I learn from their values? You know, like oh, those yeah. kind of questions. And it's been really interesting and insightful to me. Like it's helped me, I think, kind of grow more into my authentic self by kind of asking myself those questions. It's precisely. And that's what Taurus is. It's about establishing all of that. Mm -hmm. The words that I picked out that I really enjoyed were attitude, principles, morality, etiology, and our viewpoints. Mm -hmm. See, we have to have all of those to survive on our island. And when we get into relationship, we actually come to the table and we say, hey, this is what's important in my life and my values and my principles. And I'm willing to offer these up to the relationship. What right. do you have to offer? Right. Right. And, and so like, now that makes it there's space for more people, like there's space for two people. Like I've had issues in the past looking back. I'm like, oh, so much of our conflict was because we weren't aligned in values and neither one of us were appreciating the other person's values. So instead of like going, wow, well, you bring this to the table and oh, I see that that's very important for you. It was like, why don't you see it through this lens? You know, like, and that's not right. really how it works. Right. That's why I always say, what do I say about relationships? 
fall in love of someone, not in someone. Yes. If I fall in love with you, I need your values to line up with mine. Right. But if I fall in love of you, I can enjoy you with your values and what you have to offer without trying to control and power mm -hmm. over you, Scorpio, mm -hmm. because now I we're two individual people. Right. That's finally so clicking that's, for me. Yeah. This That's the importance of our beliefs and principles and moralities and viewpoints and ideology. That's okay. values. Okay. So as we're moving into... Um, it's this is also um we're we're trying to discover our values and our and what you said was the magic word my authentic self mm -hmm. see it's the authentic self that has your values yeah so you're you're taking um when i looked at this uh and looked at that new moon um there's a spiritual process that goes on um, with Taurus, with um, with this whole um, value concept. And when we're using guidance to travel this journey in, on, in this planet, well, then it just unfolds. Mm -hmm. It isn't, it isn't, um, it isn't confrontational, but when we don't use it and when we're using our ego personality to walk this planet, mm -hmm. well, that's a power and control mechanism and the, and then the fear of survival. Mm. I mean, just think of that. The, the Taurus is about that survival technique. Well, what if you have a weak Taurus value system? Well, then you're, you're all about, survival yeah whether it's survival in a relationship survival in a in a group and survival on the planet you see so see. um saturn i mean uh saturn Taurus is about trusting yourself believing in yourself believing in your ability to handle whatever comes at you mm -hmm. and of course now then when we move into that um Full moon in Sagittarius this time, we're we're trying to discover the um, breakthroughs of how to make progress, how to communicate, and communicate with our intuitive surges because Sagittarius is very intuition. I mean that's psychic par excellence. I mean you know what Scorpio has a thin veil, and they live in this super sensitivity. In, in that veil, but it's Sagittarius that brings spirit into focus. See, that follows Scorpio. So in other words, now we're using, instead of the Scorpio power and control problems, we're using that spiritual communication and information to now move forward in, in this life through the guidance of spirit. Through our yeah. intuition. I read a lot of what you wrote about the Sagittarius new moon. It was kind of pinging to me about just the integration. Like, 
I feel like a lot of what come came before this has been a learning for us. And so then now it's like, I think you wrote the words walk the talk. And it's like, are you going to take the information you learned then and apply it into your life in certain situations? And I know for me, what I was saying about like what's come up around this moon. And I don't know if anyone listening has heard this either, but it's like, or felt this too, but it's, it's this thing of situations presenting themselves that can, for me, they felt very familiar to things that I've gone through in the past or, or, you know, I mean like very similar. And it was like, okay, now are you going to do it the same way? Are you going to take what you learned this last time and try to apply those tools and do it differently. Like maybe it looks like the same situation, but it's probably not. It's probably just an opportunity to integrate. Or that's right. what I felt at least. Well, I I think that's absolutely perfectly uh, uh, communicated. Perfectly said. I mean, you know, so when we're in Sag, um, we've, we've got to make sure because Sag is also can be an exaggeration. And yeah. I mean, you know, these... These are the the zodiac pirates and bandits. I mean, and and also the one swinging from the chandelier when the party's over. Right, right. <laughs> so sagger exaggeration is a big Sagittarius uh, word as well. But we're looking for those sudden urges, and we're looking for those uh, exaggerated actions and desires. Mm. Where where do we? make it too big, too much overindulgence. That's a big Sagittarius word versus, yeah. you know, keeping the, you know, keeping the middle way, keeping in, in, um, keeping in harmony. Mm. So, and when we expand out and we look at the macrocosm and look at society, I think it's pushing a lot of buttons about social morality right now and the whole political environment is pushing the buttons about our social morality in the whole country. And mm -hmm. I think that that's what's disturbing and is probably, uh, that's probably responsible, not even probably, but that's responsible for such polarization that we're all going through right now, whether yeah. it's individually, when we're looking out at what, what the hell is going on with people? What are they thinking? And I think that this is... Um, uh, how we've got to come to a sense of balance and a sense of what that confrontation is showing us internally. So when we get into confront, when we get into that experience, what we're really experiencing on the macrocosm is we're experiencing in the micro. Okay. So what we see going on in society is what's going on inside of us. And we're, and then when we get into that um, um, a, an evaluation, what we're fearful of is the change. Mm. We're fearful of what this could mean, what could it bring about, and that kind of questions. What may be, might be, could be, should be, and mm -hmm. so that's what challenges our values, our sense of equilibrium our sense of balance. And so um, this is um, this is part of the big deal because you so we we get comfortable um, in how we think life should be. And then when we 
when we get into confrontation, we get into the fear of change. And that fear of change is connected to your attachment to your own selfishness. Mm. So in other words, where are we so selfish in fearing, you know, what society is offering right now, instead of just being confident that spirit's in charge of all of it? I mean, how many times did I said, you do nothing, we do nothing. Yeah. You know, I read a book a long time ago. It was a great book. It's called The Spirit Destiny by Trevor Ravenscroft. And it was about the spear that actually hit Jesus in the side. And near the end of the book, it was really interesting. And I got into the fact that as above, so below. We don't we don't understand that spiritual battles are taking place above to mirror what's going down here. So in other words, we are spiritual beings learning to be in balance and stay in that balanced place of, of spirit and the soul instead of the ego personality, which is the cause of imbalance. And so, yes, the spiritual realms are fighting battles that we're fighting down here, as above, so below. Oh, so, you know, it's like people come in here and say, well, I meditate all the time, and I'm getting all of these really scary images. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you? Everything is there. What do you you're mean? In, you're, well, you're in the morphic field. You're in oh. the quantum reality. Yeah, All is God. There is no separation. We make it good and bad. Yeah, in our minds. Yeah, and our minds are the filter for what we're experiencing from our minimalist view, and then we make it good or bad, and we mm -hmm. polarize it. And so, yeah. this is kind of what we're going through as we start now moving into the Gemini new moon on the 18th. Gemini is duality, so communications and Everything is dual, and the challenge with Gemini is um, is to resolve the conflict between the ego and the shadow in any given personality. And so the ego strives to take a conscious path, whether the founded in the individual will, the mores of society at large, and the shadow represents the values we have repressed or refuse to acknowledge mm -hmm. from several lifetimes, or even in this lifetime. So values can be either feral and violent, or they can be spiritual and transcendent. And so depending on our value system is how we use to shape the conscious mind. Remember Carl Jung said, when the conscious mind knows the shadow stuff in the subconscious mind will be enlightened. Hmm. So we're here to understand all of our past where we've erred in perception and perspective. And so this is what we get in Gemini and why we polarize. We polarize out of the fear of change and, the, and that's connected to our attachment to the status quo.
If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code Velvet's Edge at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro, the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybretza.com. This always reminds me of that Buddhist story. I think I've, I've talked about it on the podcast. I don't know if you and I have specifically talked about it, about the farmer whose son gets injured. Have, have we talked about that? I don't remember that. He basically, he basically, the gist of the story is all of these things start happening to this farmer. Like his crop dies and the whole town freaks out and they're like, oh my God, this is so terrible. And he's like, I don't know if it's terrible. Like you know, I guess we'll see or whatever. And then something happens where he ends up developing this whole new crop and it's all this stuff. And then it's like his son is working out with the horses and falls off one of the horses and loses a leg. And the the whole town freaks out again. And they're like, oh my God, this is just so terrible. How will you survive? And he's like, well, I don't know if it's terrible. And then literally the week later, the whole town of young men gets sent off into war and they're killed in battle, but his son couldn't go because he lost his leg. And so it's just like the idea that like, we don't really know what the universe is up to at any point in time. But if we attach to outcomes, just as you're saying, we look at things like, God, this is terrible, or this is bad, or that person's bad, or that person's good. And it's like, no, it's just all like, we don't see the bigger picture always. And so like I hear a lot of what you're saying of just detachment and and saying like, okay, well, this is what's being presented to me. How do I navigate the next right step instead of attaching to some outcome? Yeah. Yeah, I heard it from a um, the standpoint of maybe so, maybe not. Yeah, that's that's the story. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of the, the whole thing of basic uh quantum physics idea of what we look at 
is what changes. Right. So we're in charge of looking at something and then manifesting it. Mm -hmm. If there is no time and space and what we look at, we change, that could be a very scary reality because if we look at it negative, we produce a negative reality. If we look at it a positive, maybe we'll produce the harmony of acceptance of what it is. Yeah. And wait wait to see how it plays out. Yes. And so But ooh does that is, take that takes dropping the ego big time cuz it's like we immediately oh, yeah. or I know I immediately just want to go into control, fix, you know, whatever and sometimes it is just about sitting back and waiting to let things unfold. Well, and this is why I mean I struggle with trying to get people to live in the moment. Right. I mean I'll I'll settle for living in one day at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but living in the moment can be very, very difficult and it takes practice. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just don't live in the moment. You have to, when you're confronted with anything that you're trying, that's causing any kind of imbalance, disharmony or confusion, you're trying to bring yourself back to center and say, all right, wait a minute, what's going on right now? What's going on right now? Yeah. And that way you can be much more, much closer to the moment um, when when you're confronted with something that could be difficult. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, we're going to go through. a. Um, I mean, we've already started our political year and a half here. We're going to be going through communications and polarizations and um heavy thoughts and communications, and we're going to need to learn how to um, step back from it, think alone. I mean, you know, we all we all need that space to reflect of what's going on inside of us. What 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 is our real values? You talked about it earlier. And so that's very important in Gemini as well. Okay. I mean, typically Gemini is the squirrel cage of constant chatter in the in the conscious mind it doesn't shut up Mm. so it's always going and going and going and going and when people get attached to that conscious mind well then that's what the conscious mind wants that ego wants recognition and it wants the power to manipulate and control you in which way it sees that uh is best for you Mm -hmm. so we need to step back and um, think about where, you know, what it is that's important for us. I mean, you know, we've got to, uh, I wrote down here, imitating the image of one's idealized self until it becomes reality. One of the, one of the Buddhist things or one of the yogi things is, uh, you know, whether you've achieved your greatness or haven't, see yourself as already having achieved it Mm. and act like it and become it. And that's the way you become your higher self. Yeah, that's true. In 12 step, they say act as if. And then you separate Mm. what's phony. Yeah. Which is the conscious, conscious thoughts. Yeah. So, you know, we have to get the, um, 
we have to really pull in sometimes and think about a lot of rigid viewpoints. There's going to be some rebellious things that come up, probably because of uh, uh, an indictment. So I would imagine, you know, it's got a Uranus Mars, and we've been dealing with that for a while. Mm. And that's war, that's sudden rebellion, that's conflict. Uh, so I anticipate there's going to be some uh, uh, some rattling cages over the next couple of months as well, especially oh. as we get into. And that's why your whole thoughts on confrontation is important, because it gives us the opportunity to stay in balance when all around us is falling to pieces. Yeah. Well, so talk a little a bit about that, ourselves. because I actually think like uh, we, my friend Mary came to see you, I think it was last week, and she told me about what you said about this, about just kind of the, re the rebellious attitude and maybe some of those things coming back up. And I was like, oh, my immediate reaction is just heavy because it's just like, oh, I think we all just need a break, you know, like, can we just coast for a minute or maybe like not be so volatile and divisive. Like, I feel like a lot of people are calling for that energy. Um, so what are some of the ways that we can stay a little more balanced as things like that come up? Well, and I would say that that is where um, that, that withdrawal and uh, get that alone time, downtime. Okay. See, this is, this is kind of important for cancer. I mean, yeah. when you get... When they go through all of their emotions, they have to sometimes step back from those emotions and weed them out and and kind of get them integrated and organized to where there's not so volatile. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with any all the communications that's going on around us. So and then when we got a Neptune factor involved, um, Neptune is. Um, this is the all in all, this is universal consciousness. So everything is there and it can cause a lot of diffusion, uh, delusion and, uh, confusion. And so we've got to become more self-assured during this time. Okay. That's why the values were so important. Yeah. What do we believe in? Yeah. And, uh, not what our parents believed in, not what we were raised to be. But what do we believe? What's my morality? What do I think is right for society? What kind of society do I think? And that's not for you to go out and be confrontational. That's for like-mindedness, which is what friends are, right. groups are, right. like-minded people. So I think that this is uh, what we're all doing is trying to find a balance between the needs of self and the needs of others. Okay. When we when we when we take care of ourselves and nurture ourselves, well, then it's easier to nurture and take care of other others that may need some support or um, need some talking through. I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of counseling is just seeing more than than what we call holding space. Mm -hmm. If I hold the space while you download. <laughs> Well then I'm I'm letting you get it out. And that's yeah. what friends are. That's what people need to do for each other. Be there for. I'm there for you if you need me. Mm -hmm. I mean, just that little bit of confidence can change somebody's life very dramatically. 
Oh, I think it changes everything because I feel like the second we can say our hardships or our like inner turmoil to someone else and still feel accepted and loved, it opens up our own connection with our intuition, with all the things to, to where we might know what the next right step would be. But it's like so important for us first to feel seen and heard. And I think that that is so calming to everyone's nervous systems. Well, and what it causes this whole nurturing thing is, is I get a lot of clients, a lot that they're just, they're, they're disappointed. They're, 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 they have no happiness in their life because they've spent their entire life trying to fix others Yeah, and do for others. I'm doing for others. I'm doing for others. When, when you, when at some point you get to the place to where, when you're pulling the board out of your own, your brother's eye and you leave it in your own eye, it mm-hmm. gives you a pretty bad disposition. Yeah. And so it's always, you're, you're always looking and saying, okay, um, how am I taking care of me? How am I making me happy on this island? Mm-hmm. How am I making me happy in third dimension reality? How am I enjoying the world? How am I building the the home around me that I enjoy and love and decorate and all? So a happy person can tell help be supportive of another person that's trying to find happiness. Yeah. It can't work. Unhappiness can't develop happiness on its own. No, you can't give someone else what you don't have for yourself. Right. So if you don't love you, well, I mean, that goes into what I've always talked about. Love thyself with all thy heart, with all thy mind, and with all thy soul. Mm -hmm. Then love thy neighbor as thyself. And then the and then the bottom line edict is don't remove from the shoulder the burden of one that's supposed to carry it. Mm. You can listen to them. You can be objective. You can you can have empathy, but you are not to fix people. And that's service. Mm-hmm. That one hits for me. Okay. And so <laughs> Uh, I think that that's how we need to really go through this time is making sure we stay in balance with ourselves and with others. And if you're realizing that, you know, everything that happens in your life is an opportunity for you to um, to get a new perspective, a new perception about something that you're needing to get a new perspective perception about mm-hmm. that's coming out of the past life. Remember, there is no time. And if there's no time and no space, you're living a thousand lifetimes all at once. You think linearly, well, I'm here now. If I pinch me, it hurts. Right. But the truth of the matter is, there is no disconnect between the past, present, and the future. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required.
Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. No, I'm really starting to buy into that more, too, because especially, like, if you want to use the word trauma or whatever you want to say, like... I've found that in my lifetime, like there's certain catalysts that open up certain wounding against me, but I feel like a lot of what I'm starting to realize is how much is carried over from other lifetimes. And so you, Mm -hmm. you are like working through all of it all at once. And it's not just like what's happening right in front of you. A lot of times that's just the thing, bringing all of that to the surface into your awareness again. Right. And that gives you an opportunity. So everything in life is an opportunity. Right. Not good. How about if we looked at it like that? That would keep you out of confrontation, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 And so um, that balance is a big deal. And now what's going to make this a little bit of a struggle is, is the um Pluto's went retrograde now back into Capricorn and we're going to have a lot of exposure okay. of all the indecencies the corruptions the problems and our uh probably in our personal lives as well as in the so- social um the macrocosm in society and so as we go through a lot of this uh it's going to be polarizing it's going to be confrontational But it's just like uh, we talked earlier about the article that I sent you. If you can't, if you if you have your ideas and you can you can discuss, not argue, discuss your perspective and points with somebody that will be honest in discussing their perspective and points without getting into conspiracies, Mm -hmm. without getting into non-factual information. I mean, if you're going to talk non-factual, we we have nothing to discuss. I'm not going to get into your conspiracies. I'm not going to try to change your mind. I mean, my job isn't to change your your mind. My job is to help clear your vision so you can find balance and opportunity in your life. I've had a really interesting experience in a work environment recently where it's dealing with um I'm working for people who see, have a very different political view than me. And I was so torn at the beginning of taking this job because I was, because of all the divisiveness, it's like, I almost felt like, oh, like that's the enemy at first. Or like, I can't work with them. You know, like I found myself having these thoughts and I was like, wait, this is not what I'm about. Like, if we're going back to values, one of my highest values is love. And so like valuing everyone and producing, you know, giving out, giving love where I can and getting, giving and receiving love. This is a big thing that I've been learning the past couple of years. And, um, so I took the job anyway and thought, I'm just going to show up every day and I'm going to 
be kind. That's just like my only goal is do my job and be kind. And what's been so interesting is that like, I don't really have these massive discussions about political views, but what I'm finding that I'm learning from them is they actually, maybe they have different views on certain things, but they're not this version of whatever has been created in the media. That's made me hate the other side. Like most people I do believe have a little more like middle ground or desire for peace or desire to for compromise than what we're presented on a daily basis. And so it seems like if we actually took a step back from what's being presented to us, like on the news and all the shit all the time, that's clickbait, maybe we could actually discuss with each other and we could just say, Hey, I respect your views. Like it doesn't, you don't have to change everyone to think exactly like you. That's why we live in this country, you know, but it's been really interesting for me to, um, to entertain the idea of like not trying to change other people's opinions or how they see the world or what their life journey is bringing them on, but also like being able to stay in the same space as them in a kind, considerate manner. I don't exactly remember why I brought that up, like what you said that pinged that for me, but but that is something in this energy that I feel is like we don't have to just like shift everyone. We don't have to fight all the time. Like there are ways for us all to exist together. Sure. I mean, you know, uh, the way I like to deal with uh, that is to just find commonality. Yeah. And there, there find the commonality, that. and that's all you deal with. I mean, you sure. know. Sure. Uh, when you're trying to all you all you care about is being supportive of and caring for other people, I think you know that's. I mean that that's a that's a, a very strong, powerful um, lens that people see you as. Mm. Oh, she really cares. All that he really cares. All, and then you and then there's always you know fun and 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 so forth. And I always look at um, some situations and realize that uh, it's more important for me to have empathy mm -hmm. um, and and understand that that's whatever value is going to cause pain. Well, it's not for me to correct that. Yeah, I can I can I can understand. That's that's what they've got to go through. I mean, I've certainly been through enough pain in my life. Right. And so, um, and I didn't listen to anybody. So why should they listen? No, why, but that's why I mean, would that's anybody like, listen to me? Well, right. And that's like you said earlier, like it's not actually our job to protect people from their own journey, which can include pain. Unfortunately, like pain is the biggest teacher in my life most of the time. But that's not really our job, but our job is to be kind and loving, I do feel, and in service to others, as you said. I don't know really yeah, how and so I think thing. that as we go into this Pluto Capricorn, especially for uh, the rest of the year until uh, January 22nd, yeah. 24, I think that we're going to be confronted with some pretty foul stuff. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. struggling with communications, impractical schemes. Uh, even religious interference and non-religious concepts and ideas, ideals, um, a lot of political theater. And yeah. so this is giving us an opportunity to stay in balance with it all instead mm -hmm. of 
instead of buying into the fear, instead mm-hmm. of buying into a confrontational attitude. So I think that we're it's uh, it's a great time to be an observer and um, realize that spirit's in control, no matter how it turns out. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my favorite uh, story is the one with the angel of cycles and solutions riding at the front of the train. And what just is that? well, that's where. Uh, the people on the front of a train, when you're going through the journey, you're always looking out the front window saying, oh, look at God's handiwork. Ain't that nice? Ain't that wonderful? Ain't that interesting? One, you know, how's that going to play out? You mm-hmm. know, enjoying what's being made manifest. Mm-hmm. People on the side of the train are looking out the side of the window going, oh my God, that's horrible. That's terrible. Somebody ought to do something about that. (laughs) And then the people on the back of the train want to get off the train and get involved and change God's plan. Yeah. And so I always try to stay in the front of the train. Just look at it, see it unfold without getting into the fearfulness, the confrontation of it all, and just letting go and trusting. Mm -hmm. You know, and on the Native American medicine wheel, Trust comes before love. So spirit always, always asks you to trust first. Then you can find love. Oof, that. That, I mean, yeah. I I can't even find words because that would just the way that that's worded is exactly what I have found in life. And it's sort of like, like, we were talking before the podcast and I said, you know, it's so interesting. Like I coming out of COVID was so um, just feeling like, okay, I've got to get the hustle back to like get financially set again. And just like, that was such a hard time. And then we're talking, everyone's talking about this recession and all the things. And you've been kind of like laughing that off like a little bit. And you were like, just don't worry. Like, there's just, there's too much abundance coming. Like you could see it in the charts and I swear I have not done anything different in life lately, but I've just trusted, like you were seeing it and I was hearing that from other healers as well. And so it was like, okay, if everyone's saying this is the energy, like I'm just going to trust the universe because Lord knows the universe knows more than I do. And sure enough, like it has been a season of just so much coming in. Like and not because of anything I'm doing different. It's just flowing in though. And that is just like, that's coming up again. It's like, why do we get in the way so often? But if we trust and we keep just showing up every day and doing, you know, taking the next right step, doing the work, whatever you want to call it, like it really does manifest in whatever the universe has prepared for us. Yes. And I mean, you know, the big word through all of this is focus. Yeah. You know, we've got to focus on all the negative self-talk. We've got to focus on our discipline um, and develop that an intense focus so that we have a single-mindedness. And, you know, single-mindedness can be positive or negative. Mm -hmm. It can be obsessive, exaggerated, or it can be a desire to become more self-realized more authentic, more um, and more in our ability to become 
paying attention more to uh, spirit or spiritual conversations that goes on within us. Mm-hmm. And so the power lies in walking that middle road. And the challenge is, uh, is uh, are we healing or are we just uh, placating our um, our old habits and beliefs and and conditions and patterns? So as we uh, shift our focus away from light and dark scenarios, we really see a unified reality with all the manifestations. And the one thing that I always liked about um, David Hawkins, Dr. David Hawkins, in his work, he talked about just view the world as uh, entertainment. It's a big amusement park. Every single thing that goes on in the world is nothing more than some soul has the opportunity to grow from that experience. Mm. And we've got of 7 billion people, there's 7 billion souls has a variety of different experiences they need to become self-realized. So everything that happens, whether it's war whether it's death, what, no matter what it is, we have to gain something from that greater understanding that that's that's the perfect manifestation of the universe. Mm. It's balanced. There's nothing imbalanced in the universe. And so when we look at the amusement park of life, we can have a little bit of way to laugh it off. Because yeah. that's what you do in the amusement park (laughs) (laughs) well you laugh and you scream if we're being honest so (laughs) could be better we're just we're just going through tough times to master ourselves yeah that's all it is yeah or that is what it is not all it is but yeah enjoy the life you're given Mm -hmm. because there's abundance there I feel that I feel that now for sure. And I think that that, like, I think a lot of times it's easy for us to be like, well, that's easy for you to say, or like, sometimes I'll be listening to Oprah's podcast and I'm like, well, of course that's easy for Oprah to say, look at Oprah's life, you know? But I think that we all individually, if we stop the comparison can look, it's the same thing as looking at our different values. Like there is a skill set that every single human being brings to this planet. There is a value. There is something. And it's the same thing with abundance, like in whatever that looks like in your life, it might not look like Oprah's life or my life or whatever, but there is abundance if you're willing to look for it and see it. And I feel like well, we get exactly what we're supposed to get in this life. Well, yeah, because we're getting opportunities to grow. Right. So everything is an opportunity. Yeah. It's not a confrontation. Yeah. Well, if anyone wants to discuss this further with you, Marv, or look at the, how it's playing out in their own individual life, where can they find you? They can find me at Marvin at AstroMarv.com. Uh, send me an email or they can uh, um, go to my website, AstroMarv.com, and all my information is on there. All right. Well, as always, I will put that in the description of this podcast for you guys. Marv, thank you for being here with us. Oh, I was, I had more fun than you, Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, happy June to you guys. Let's uh, look at ways we can confront in a peaceful way. It sounds like we might need that a little bit. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, where we believe everyone has a little velvet and a little edge. Subscribe for more conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. Search Velvet's Edge wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com.